0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Project K-Fape, a wrestling and pop culture podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe. I got my boy Quad A here. How you doing, Quad A? Let the people know how you're feeling. Don't ask them how they're doing because you did that last <laughs> time, and like that, they're not going to answer.
1: <laughs> you never know. Maybe one day this is going to be. I don't know. We a do a live saying, pod. Hey, I'm doing good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I was going to say I was going again. I'm doing good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: One day, maybe we, if we get big enough, maybe we do live pods, who knows, but uh, this is episode 56, and, you know, if people have been looking at the thumbnails for, like, the pod, they're like, how is this 56? Well, after taking, like, a week hiatus, because, honestly, I kind of wanted to take, like, a week hiatus just to, like, you know, prepare myself and also just take a break. I don't know, I felt like I was getting a little bit, like, just doing the podcast just to do it after a certain point, but now I'm like, you know what, a week off did feel good i'm energized i've been posting more on our social media, which has been fun uh the Instagram has been more for like you know highlighting art and like fucking videos and stuff and now on the twitter that'll be more for like live tweeting and just like comments and stuff like that but uh instead of doing like season two episode like thirty something or whatever like we were previously. I kind of wanted to go back to the whole idea of like going back from like episode one to now, because you know I want to celebrate like a hundredth episode. I want to do certain stuff like that. So people keeping up, they'll understand. So episode 56, here we are on the pod. It's a pro wrestling episode. Uh, some interesting stuff we got to talk about. Like, for example, Fastlane just happened. Uh, it was okay. If I could just say that before we get into that whole stuff, but we'll do that. Uh, we'll talk about uh, a little bit what happened on AEW and then we'll talk about the news of the week and that's what we're going to start off with uh so i hope you guys are ready as always follow us on instagram at project underscore cavefabe on twitter it's the same handle at project underscore cavefabe and tiktok so check us out there comment do all what you gotta do and let's get into the episode So with the news that's going on, let's, get, let's dive into that. Since we haven't talked about it in more than a week, there's enough news to go around to actually have shit to talk about. And luckily enough for the wrestling world, there's been a lot of things. Uh, just off of WWE, we could talk about this. The New Day beat the Hurt Business for the Raw Tag Team Titles. And now the New Day will be going on to face AJ Styles and Omos. Omos in his first fucking match at Mania for the Tag Team Titles. And along with this, now that the Hurt Business just lost a Tag Team Tows, uh, that's Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Uh, after last night's Raw, it looks like uh, they're looking pretty bad right now, at least Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. They lost again last night against uh, Drew McIntyre in a handicap match, and if they would have won, they would have still been able to be on the side of Bobby Lashley during his match at Mania, but now they're barred from ringside. Um, and it looks like MVP and Bobby Lashley are getting pissed off at the Hurt Business. So let's talk about how we're feeling about the New Day. Let's talk about their match at Mania, and then let's talk about what the fuck is happening with the Hurt Business. Quad, how are you feeling about these New Day Tag Team Champs once again?
1: I do not problem with it. I mean, I know some people online though know, probably sick and tired of New Day winning titles, but for me, I like them. I see no. I see no issue with them winning, winning again. I I, I understand. What the only thing that sucks is that like I did like having her business have all the titles, you know, well, most of the titles, and that was like a cool like dynamic because you don't really see that too often. Um, so that was pretty cool. But I mean, I like New Day. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain.
0: Yeah, honestly, like uh I do appreciate you know seeing them as champs. I always like them as champs, you know, and you now another thing to add on, just seeing People of color as champions again. You know, it's great that it just didn't go to some white racist ass team, even though hopefully there's no ri- white racist ass teams. I hear people think Jason Riker's white racist, possibly. I don't yeah. know what he's done. <laughs> Do you know what he's done? He has some tweets, probably,
1: doesn't he? Uh, it was only pro Trump tweets. Probably, and he thinks yeah. Black Lives Matter is stupid. It's-
0: so, yeah okay so yeah so then probably a little bit racist <laughs> there um we'll talk about racism in a little bit later uh when it comes to the news but yeah i guess i could live with new day being champs because they work well i mean kofi and xavier woods ever since they've just have been forced to be with each other since uh Big E's on smackdown i mean it's been working out pretty well for them and they are putting on solid matches and they're looking pretty good kofi's doing his thing Like, you know, Xavier Woods is doing his thing, and he's going to be a fucking host of a show on G4. So, I mean, they're doing well. And Big E's doing his thing on the other side, and we'll get to that when we talk about Fastlane. Uh, Facing AJ Styles and Omos was just such a random direction that I did not imagine was going to happen. But I'm kind of happy to see that AJ is going to be on the card. So that's cool, at least, because I was, like, going leading up to WrestleMania. I'm like, what can AJ do at this point? Like there didn't look like there was anything on the table for him, so it's nice that this is what he's going to be involved with. And he has Omos, so it'll be interesting to see what the hell Omos looks like in the ring. I'm hoping to God he's not just some like great colleague looking like because he's seven foot something, just like the great colleague. But the great colleague could barely fucking move in the ring and stuff. Omos looks pretty like good, like just he looks like menacing, which is nice because of how fucking tall he is, and he has a nice poker face. So I'm hoping he could, like, pull something really, really, like, interesting in uh, Ed Mania. Not, that's a word I fucking say so fucking much. But, like, I'm hoping he's, like, just good to watch in the fucking ring. I'm just hoping he's not bad. That's what I'm hoping for. And, honestly, I think they're going to win the tag team titles. Like, AJ Styles has yet to win the tag team titles on, um, on in the WWE. So it only makes sense that he'll win it this time.
1: Yeah, 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 that's... That's what I hope so, too, to be honest. I think AJ, but this is this is like, this is all he needs to be a grand Sam, right?
0: Yep, this is all he's missing. Yeah,
1: so yeah, that'll be, I think that's what I think this would head I think at least Omos gets you know, a cheap championship out of it. <laughs> he's not someone that would we'll ever expect to win a title in the A, so hey.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a big guy, so like you would expect he'll get something at some point. Tag team titles would be a nice way to introduce him to gold. And he might surprise us, honestly. I'm kind of hoping that's what happens. I'm hoping we see him. He's like kind of like Big Show Athletic because at the same time, you know, Big Show, while everyone would say he's like, you know, his opposite was Andre the Giant because obviously they fucking build him as his son and stuff like that for a hot second. But like when you look at him, his career has been way better than Andre the uh, the Giant's career ever was because (laughs) Andre the Giant just built his career on just being a big fucking guy, you know, which – credit to him everyone fucking loves him but when you compare him to big show big show has had longevity in his career because of not only he can he actually like you know do some other stuff go heel face obviously but like he can move in the ring and uh, i'm hoping like omos could be some something like that i'm really worried to see what his ring attire is going to be i will say that <laughs> he just <laughs> like he just looks so fucking tall that i'm afraid either if they like it just it better not look weird i'm just hoping um but i'm excited to see what Omos has to fucking offer. Uh, and on the other side of being excited for this, I'm kind of disappointed to see that the Hurt Business is kind of like falling apart. Because when I see that they lost the Raw tag team titles, I'm like, damn. But I'm like, maybe they could like, you know, they'll, they'll get a way to either get it back or something, but it doesn't even look like they're going to have a chance to get a rematch for it. And then I was looking like, all right, maybe they don't need the tag team titles to be a fucking unit and still like look good with Bobby Lashley. No, they kind of do need it. Cause now they're being just looked at as jabronis now. And Bobby Lashley was pissed off at them last night on raw MVP was pissed off on them last night at raw, which only points to the answer that I think that's going to happen at mania. And Bobby's going to drop the gold. So Drew can win it in front of a fucking crowd. And honestly, like I was listening to the deadlock pod uh, earlier while I was on the bus Heading home, and you know, like uh, James, he's like, Ah, no, you know, no way you think they'd do that, right? I'm like, No, WWE would totally fucking make Drew win the gold in front of a live fucking crowd. Like, it's it looks like this is what it's pointing towards. And I don't know, like a year ago, this wouldn't have been a problem with me because it's Drew McIntyre and he deserved it. And the problem is now, it's like. He it's Drew McIntyre, and not only did he already get it, but to get it again, you know, this quick after Bobby just got it and fucking got some, and did something that was something everyone has wanted to see for fucking years. Uh, it's it's big disappointment, honestly, and and it's and it sucks for Drew because he's like gonna take the heat on this for like the part of the audience that does want Bobby to keep the gold. But I don't know. It's it, it. I hate WWE for doing this to me because they're gonna make me not give a shit about Drew McIntyre when I do like Drew.
1: Yeah, I agree. They're like, man, like, her business is a group that just wanted them to stay. You know, I know that somebody's gonna break up, and like that was how it's gonna happen. But it gave Show the measurement to spot on the card. <laughs> this guy has been like doing nothing for since since he returned. It gave Cedric Alexander something to do that was interesting they gave bobby and mvp like a chance to like showcase what they got and then now just to, to build he look uh, i don't, don't want to do this but you, you, you're making four black men look bad for this one scottish guy that I don't, I don't care about anymore like this guy had a year-long reign and and almost a year-long reign and like you know congrats like he did it he he faced what he had a face he had the he had a long reign yes it was in front of the crowd but do we is it necessary to him to have another year long reign possibly or even like six months I think is even too long at that point so hopefully uh i'm holding i hope that he loses but you know i think he is gonna win but i, I don't know turn him heel <laughs> it's like do some do a double turn i don't know make it interesting at least
0: yeah if you turn him heel that could keep me invested i'd say because I, I like Drew, like I've said already, but the fact is he, he's falling into that little slump that babyfaces can kind of go into, especially when you build the babyfaces, like, I am the fucking king, like, you know, I am the guy, and I will defend everyone and, you know, stand up for what's right and be, try and be a badass, but after a while, like, it's hard to keep that shit going and keep it interesting. And, yeah, a heel turn, I think, would be great for him. He was really cool as a heel when he was just, like, fucking knocking people's heads off because he just fucking hated everyone compared to this where he's, like, doing it because, like, he's trying to prove himself and look good. Uh, That could be the only thing that could redeem this, but let's hope that WWE actually does keep the gold on Bobby. Maybe they could fucking extend this shit a little bit longer. Maybe don't let him drop the gold that fucking – if you're going to take the belt off of him, maybe – Give him a mania moment, because Drew got a mania moment. Even though there's no fucking crowd there, he got a mania moment. So you take the gold off him maybe at, like, whatever the next pay-per-view is or the pay-per-view after that. Let's get some Bobby Lashley fucking some time to be champ, because he could do some stuff with other people. And everyone wants him to go against fucking Brock. I don't know what they're doing to Brock Lesnar here, but it would be great if they could bring Brock Lesnar into something, at least by, like, SummerSlam or whatever the hell they got going on. But that is what it is. On to other news. Uh, this was something that came up about uh, while we were on the break last week. So Charlie Caruso has been facing some heat. She got pulled from WWE TV. Apparently, she has some heat with top two some top stars. And the two that came to uh, the news, like who you know who were mentioned, was Randy Orton and Sheamus. So apparently she's kind of like being unprofessional with her lateness and stuff like that, which is like piss them off. And now she's not really on TV. They've brought up this random Irish guy that I don't know what his name is. It's actually funny. I watched raw talk last night and Seamus, he's been doing great on raw talk. Not going to lie. He like Seamus has proven like, Hey, like dude, like I need to be fucking in the title picture. Like what's going on here? Like the reason why these two guys are relevant is because of me in a way. He's trying to explain, which I was kind of, it was, uh, I was thinking about that one, but, uh, some random Irish guys kind of like the new Charlie Caruso backstage and on raw talk. Uh, I know Charlie Caruso, she, uh, she does stuff with first take on ESPN with Stephen A Smith and whatnot, but, uh, yeah, she's facing some heat <laughs> when you got heat with Randy, it's not good for you. <laughs> like it clearly doesn't work out. Well, look at what happened to Mr. Anderson, AKA Mr. Kennedy. Um, It didn't work well for Kofi for a bit. I think they fixed things for the most part. But don't have heat with Randy Orton. And honestly, I didn't think Sheamus would be involved because this is a random one to think about. But Sheamus is a top guy when you look at it hard enough. So get it together, Charlie (laughs) Cruz. I hear her contract might be up too. So she might be just fucking leaving and going somewhere else. Like probably with like an ESPN or Fox News or something like that or Fox Sports uh but yeah that was just random that i saw i'm like yeah huh interesting
1: i just found out that she's actually she, she's that she's already working with espn and she, she's been doing she sometimes subs in for that other girl on first take and That's she does I like this said. podcast oh you did <laughs> but yeah i'm <laughs> paying attention she
0: right here i was
1: i got such a bad bad message but yeah uh, um yeah, she's like since she really worked for ESPN, I see no reason for her not to stay in the like, I'd rather be, I'd rather, i for ESPN than WWE. <laughs> you know, honestly, like you probably get treated slightly better. You know, a day does runs obviously runs a very sloppy shop when it comes to you know COVID stuff over there. So yeah, that's another thing too to get away from. Um, if she wants to, leave, if they want to kick her out, if, if I was her, I'd just quit. Is <laughs> I right, I'm not going back.
0: Yeah, you know, and to me, honestly, no offense to her, but I'm not really, I don't really care. <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> the know. last time I really cared about a backstage personality was Renee Young. Like, because mm. not only was she, like, pretty good at the interviews, and it was interesting to see that she was, like, then j- dating Dean Ambrose, a.k.a. John Moxley, but then, like, she did commentary. She was, like, the first woman to ever fucking actually yeah. do commentary on Raw, and I'm pretty sure she did commentary for WrestleMania. So like that's huge, and she was pretty good. And that's like the one thing that was like sad when they when she ended up leaving because she decided to leave WWE. Um, and all power to her. But uh, it's no offense to Charlie Caruso, but eh, I don't really <laughs> care. I think what's uh what's the other one? I think I kind of like uh I forget her name. Is it Dasha? I, I forget no, what I her
1: no local hood is. And the I, other girl, Kayla.
0: But... Maybe it's Kayla. Maybe it's that one. Uh, Kayla. They
1: all look the same. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I, I just don't know. But uh, you know what? Just get do your job right, <laughs> like for real. Uh, interesting. You spoke about COVID. Uh, COVID obviously has been an issue in WWE for fucking sure. Like they've hid COVID cases. Mind you, AEW has done the same. But WWE, like they're literally trying to host WrestleMania right now. And, you know, I feel like now because the vaccines are getting pushed out a lot more, like power to President Biden, who's been doing a really great job of getting the vaccines out there. And, you know, apparently by May, like people like you and I can get a vaccine, which will be nice. Uh, But, you know, WrestleMania is going to be a live audience, you know, 25,000 people each night. They were going to try to get 75% capacity at Raymond J Stadium. Uh, but uh, they got backlash on that, so I think they decided to just do twenty five thousand, which is still just a huge fucking number. Whenever you think about that, I don't know what percentage it is, but that's huge. Uh, I don't even know. Do you know what was the Russ? Uh, not the WrestleMania. What was the uh, the attendance for this year's Super Bowl at Raymond J? Do you know?
1: Last time I, I, don't, I don't know the number, but I think it was like around twenty two thousand, which is still bad. <laughs> I mean, at least
0: yeah. But uh, I saw this, this was, I was listening to Deadlock, as I said earlier, and this, I wanted to read this because they read it on there. I was like, holy shit, would you look at that? So if you're going to WrestleMania, you have to, like, you know, sign a waiver. And this is the waiver that WWE put out and it's on their website. Um, So anyone could read this. It's pretty fucking huge. Um, But let me see if I could try to, you know, pick the parts that are like kind of fucked up uh let's see here uh let's see let's see let's see uh i have to cut this out because i'm trying to read uh so one of the first chunks of this big waiver that they have here is by attending this event i voluntarily assume all risk related to exposure to covid by purchase or possession of a ticket. To the nice. event I acknowledge the contagious nature of COVID and voluntarily assume the risk that I may be exposed to or infected by COVID by attending the event that and that such exposure or infection may result in the personal Ill, uh, injury illness permanent disability and death I understand that the risk of becoming exposed to or infected by COVID at the event may result in the action, omission, or negligence of myself and others, including but not limited to your performers, event employees, volunteers, and patrons, and their families. I agree not to enter or come near the venue if I feel sick in any way. This, uh, this waiver is basically saying, you know what? You get sick, it's on you. Which, at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, if you are going to fucking WrestleMania or going to any huge massive fucking event like this it's on you buddy but WWE is basically saying you must fill this out because if you were to die get sick be permanently fucked by COVID or anything else because not only that like you get fucking shot there if it happens and you know what WWE has said they are not responsible for this so in a way you cannot sue the WWE because They told you so, which I kind of understand, obviously, you know, you got to be a fucking idiot to honestly, like, you know, kind of go to mania power to the people going, but it's Florida. And they're fucking wild down there. I'm pretty sure they're also like, taking away fucking mask, or they already took away mask a long time ago, basically, in the nature of how they fucking act. No offense to any of the Florida people that may or may not be listening to the fucking pod, but you guys are fucking r- reckless down there <laughs> um, as a state. But look at that. You know, Debbie's saying, yeah, you get, the, you get COVID, that's on you, buddy. You know, you get sick, that's on you. <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't I'm blame them. They're not trying to get sued, <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, it, it, it's just a, it's just two evils, you know. He is at fault for even wanting to put this event on, and you know, Florida people are just dumb. <laughs> like they they, they, they want to go. You know what? Go. You can't control them. That's that's what. If people want to travel from other states and go, that's even more stupider. <laughs> and I hope people don't do that. Um, but yeah, this is, this is going to be. It's gonna be disastrous. I heard. I heard those was a few cases that came out of Super Bowl. Um, so you know, sadly, I'm expecting probably the same thing for WWE, uh in this case. But uh, this is just two two groups of people who just don't know who just don't care about life. I guess you know. I, th- I think that's what it is <laughs> at this point.
0: That's how it feels when you see people doing shit like this. When you're doing things like this, it, it just looks like you don't care about like life, not only your life but other people. And it's a fucking shame, you know. Uh, it's, I, I kind of wish, and I feel like it's easier said than done, but if they could show, like, if these people were taking 72 hours in advance or 48 hours in advance, you show a negative COVID test, then you go, like, you buy a ticket, but if you show out negative, that's your own response, that's your own fault, Mm. so we won't reimburse you, so that's how WWE could kind of, like, you know, not only keep their fucking money, but then ensure that, like, the people going here... It's a harder chance that none of them like harder for them to get COVID if they all show negative test results. Like literally like it should be like if you're buying a ticket or you bought a ticket, well, you have to submit it and then there needs to be a system to fucking check it. WWE billion dollar company, they could hire like a hundred fucking or hundred and fifty employees just to fucking look through this entire like COVID list to make sure everyone has a negative fucking result. I don't know. It's dumb power to them i i do really hope though the crowd that goes you know they're fucking crazy and they're fucking loud and they're making it actually worth it you know because i do i'm tired of fucking thunderdome crowd i'm tired of the fake ass you know announce like a fake ass uh (laughs) crowd cheering we're getting and all that stuff so i'm hoping at least you know these crazy motherfuckers that are going to mania they better be fucking loud so uh (laughs) talking about
1: (laughs) That's, that's that's the least they could do
0: that's the least they could do, you know. But talking about mania now, here's one of the biggest fucking things that came out. So not as, not only is WWE tone deaf in a pandemic by doing this, but you know, let you can't get too mad at them because look at it, NFL did it, NBA is technically doing it too. Like there's uh, sports are now having fans again, basically. But, you know, it's still kind of tone deaf in the situation of COVID when they would have tried to say, like, oh, we're going to do 75% capacity. We're going to have the biggest crowd since the pandemic. A little bit tone deaf. But you know what's really fucking tone deaf? Hulk Hogan as your (laughs) co-host of Mania with Titus O'Neil. That is the fucking dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard. I mentioned this on the last episode of the podcast with Finn on Monday just because uh, the Falcon and the winter soldier came out and their episode is called the new world order. That was the name of the first episode. I'm like, I love to talk about the NWO. The NWO was kind of fucking cool. And you know what? And part of what I was saying on this is fuck you Hulk Hogan for making me have like, you know I like the NWO, but you're a part of it. So fuck you. Not only that, you know, fuck you for making the song real American hard to listen to now because like, It's a banger. Not going to lie. Real American is a banger. Whenever you hear that shit, it's like, oh, yeah, that's dope. And, you know, obviously, it's going to be associated with Hulk Hogan. So then I don't want to play the damn song and people think I'm supporting Hogan or I'm racist. I just think the song slaps. But fuck you, Hulk Hogan, for that. Honestly, fuck you for making your racist opinions be fucking known. Uh, Fuck you. It was funny. I was looking on my Instagram, on on the Project Kayfabe Instagram one day uh, once this news got revealed, and I saw this post that one of the pages shared, um, at WrestleCares, I'm pretty sure is the name of their handle, really cool page, Um, and they had a photo of Hogan, and it was the exact fucking line that he said that got exposed about his racist nature, I'm like, Jesus Christ, just reading it. I forget how fucking bad it is. Obviously, I knew it was bad, but when you read the whole fucking thing, I'm like, Jesus, this is rough to fucking look at. I'm pretty sure I, I saved the photo. Yep, here it goes. One, there's, he says the N word a lot here. Well, you know, one of the lines that, like, you know, that get here, I'm going to read his line, but I'm just going to blank myself. And if I blank myself, you should know what word I'm using. So that quote that got out of Hulk Hogan that everyone fucking noticed. So, he's, he, so he goes, I mean, I'd rather if she was going to fuck some blank, I'd rather have her marry an eight foot tall blank worth a hundred million dollars, like a basketball player. I guess we're all, I guess we're all a little, a little racist fucking blanks. I'm like, damn, just reading that. I'm like, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> Some of my friends from school, um, and he he remember he would joke around that, like he, that he supports Obi and stuff so that. Here he doesn't, uh, at least I hope he doesn't. But and then so then he for the first time he saw that statement that he haven't seen it before, but he knew what he did. He's like, Oh wow, I shouldn't joke about this name because this guy. really is <laughs> like straight up just like, oh my, I don't know, man. That it's just funny that they, they put the probably the nicest black guy in WE the biggest races to come out there eight together and to host the show is just honestly like the funniest thing to me it's sad it, but it's funny it,
0: it, it really is and Finn brought this up and it's very true no one's gonna be fucking watching Mania for the host of Wrestlemania let alone if it's fucking Hulk Hogan you know no one's gonna have to buy a ticket or turn on the pay-per-view cause Hulk Hogan is the host like and I get it. You know, WWE kind of, like, stopped using Hulk Hogan for a bit, but now they ended up bringing him back again. And you know what? With the way the world works and cancel culture and stuff like that, you know, there are people that can be redeemed. And, like, can Hulk Hogan be redeemed? I'd say, and it might be controversial, I guess, but I'd say yes. I think he could if he fucking, you know tried to better himself in some type of way this was kind of like a conversation my girlfriend and i had when it came to i don't know if you if you heard all the drama that went down with the bachelor but there was that girl there who had this racist past and what's crazy too is like you know like semi-racist past you know it it, it's it's pretty fucked up like she literally went to a college party and it was kind of uh, i forget the name of it but basically it was kind of like back in the days of, like, old-time racism and the way, like, it was, like, it wasn't advertised as to be racist, but just what it represents, the antebellum, which is kind of like World War II slash, no, in World... I mean, Civil War-type era, you know, racism and all that shit. And um, people are, like... And my girlfriend was asking, like, is there a way, like, she could come back into this or any way like that? And I agree, but I think there is a way. Like, it's not like she specifically said hate like hate uh uh, slurs or anything like that hate speech but um Hulk hogan did and i still feel like there could possibly be a way for him to come back one day or at least be looked at as like you fucked up or something like that it's like you know maybe get yourself educated do something like don't donate money because donating money honestly is the worst fucking way to try yeah. and like say, Oh, I, I like black people. I'm here for them. You know, get yourself fucking educated. And I don't, he probably said, I'm sorry, but i don't fucking believe him. Like, no, no. It's the worst. It, and it, it's also fucked up too. Cause like, this is, you know, it's something that got exposed and it's private, you know, it's not like he fucking had some racist tweets or anything like that. It's like, he literally said this and it was recorded, which was fucked up. Um, you know, it talks. I guess this involves like privacy law and stuff like that too. But fuck you, Hulk Hogan, for being racist. Fuck you for make, get fun, like letting that shit come out because you ruined it. I'd rather have, rather have never known. You know, just be blind to it. But it, and 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 it's like it's not like it's done anything, because what the WWE is still using him. I mean, you know, he's getting a paycheck for being the host of WrestleMania.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't, when it comes to the whole guy I don't know because like, he, he when he made that statement, a while ago, he was like, "Oh yeah, the, the new guys in the locker room look at me cold. I'm to take this spot, dude." They're looking at you because you're racist, and they know they know what you've done. They don't care about this spot or what you could do. They just know who you are, and he's he's kind of like oblivious to like I think he thinks he's a little bit oblivious to like what he done and like impact it had on people. Um, I think he's just kind of I don't know. Maybe he just needs to be educated. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the causes, and, and hopefully, you know, one day down the line. He could be, he could be cool, but you know, like like a Rick, Fla- like Ric Flair, for example, he could be racist. For I know, I'm, I'm like, pretty hey, sure. It.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like he's from Charlotte, North Carolina. He's probably <laughs> literally. I retweeted something, and I don't know if Teddy Long was just paraphrasing, but like it sounded like he like Ric Flair called Teddy Long the N word because Ric Flair didn't like Teddy Long prior before like all the like you know before they got like before teddy long was like something in wwe back when he was like doing territory stuff like i'm pretty sure he called them the n-word in this and i don't know if he was just like paraphrasing (laughs) or just using the word to use it teddy was but you know let's think about that that's probably like rick flair probably has called people the n-word think about it and no one (laughs) says anything i feel like it's like no offense to you i'm not trying to defame your character rick flair big fan you know (laughs) But, I don't know. It's especially, it's a product of its time, too, when you think about it, because look at fucking professional wrestling. I made a whole article how, like, you know, there's been so much black achievements in the world of professional wrestling that don't get spoken about and, like, get overlooked because it's a white man's sport, kind of, you know? And just fuck you, Hulk Hogan, dude. You you ruined a lot of fucking shit, you know? It's crazy to think, because Hulk Hogan helped bring two generations of wrestling to its popularity the golden ages when he was the hulkster and then when he was the hulkster but nwo heel version in the attitude era you know big big parts of it but that part of history is fucking tainted cuz the dude's a fucking racist so fuck you
1: he, he he tainted that. I was thinking about that, like, man. Well, where's Johnson and out to be racist? That would be. That'd
0: Dude, be I was thinking that too. I was kind of thinking like, is he ra- like uh, that? Would suck. Turns out, no. It just sounds like he's probably like held some people back. But you know, yeah. do you blame him? Yes and no. Because if I'm at the top, I'm gonna <laughs> hold some people back too. If I if, if I can, if people might be trying to jeopardize it. Ryback loves talking about how John Cena's tried to hold people back. Ryback's just fucking jealous because he fucking blows.
1: <laughs> he needs help. Ryback just needs help, I I hate to say it, but the guy really needs, needs to like get his head checked. I don't know.
0: Him and Hulk Hogan should have like joined his like support group for just need and help. <laughs> right. But Jesus WWE is so fucking tone deaf and you know what I'm happy I never got that fucking job because you know they're still looking for someone to fill in that role for that job I applied for but not only that you know they, they're sexist you know they, they, they're they fucked up you know with that whole shit with Lita obviously keeping Hogan around tone deaf as hell COVID idiots uh, this other thing popped up in the news so you remember Caitlyn right you know, she was part of, uh, she had that time where she was, she was divas champ. She had that thing going on with AJ and stuff like that. She was pretty solid. Honestly, I didn't not like her. Um, she was pretty good. Anyway, Caitlin revealed, uh, she was told basically to be skinnier in the WWE. You know, if you look at Caitlin, she was kind of muscular and she wasn't like just the typical diva back in the day where it was just, you know, bone skinny and all that stuff. Like, she she had some meat on her bones but not like huge, was like a big woman you know and the quote is she was told you know I got into the entertainment business WWE where I was told at every turn to be skinnier and to be smaller and you know just hearing that I'm like WWE's just fucked up still you know and this is like not far removed sure this probably happened like Caitlyn's big stuff was probably 2012 maybe 2011 where she was being used uh Not too long ago. You know, like WWE is still fucked up to women and when you look hard enough. And they're fucked up in general to just other things that are going on. And yet WWE wants to try and be pro this, pro this, you know, trying to take stance, but then behind the scenes, they're just running some fucking running a fucking mess. Yeah, and I don't know.
1: that 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 same thing I thought about the other day that like, I was looking at Impact, I watched Impact, I watched in what paper they had a few weeks ago, I forget what it was. Um, I was watching that show and then like they had the the women the they had the tattooing at the women match. I'm like Derry really does not hire women wrestlers who don't look who don't fit the image and it's, and it's just kind of sad that there's so much hand out there that they won't miss out on because it doesn't fit what they what they want on TV. I mean, it just sucks, you know I think yeah, they got a lot of problems. Work out <laughs> between sexism, and racism, uh, the whole works. Honestly,
0: it's crazy to think. Maybe it's because the like the da- the average person doesn't care enough about like you know pro wrestling, but I don't see cancel culture attacking the WWE like they probably should. Because like news like this has popped up, like when the Lita thing popped up now this has popped up obviously Hulk hogan you know why is no one trying to lead the cancel culture forces at getting stuff about the wwe at least fucking brought up in the air you know like this Mm -hmm. like i feel like the leader thing and other stuff like that what should have made actual headlines that weren't just professional wrestling headlines because if you could think you know I mentioned this a couple episodes ago on the pop culture side of things on Project K-Fave, but people were getting fucking angry because of Dr. Seuss, and the family decided to close down six of their books, and people are like, oh, this is unbelievable. Look at all these snowflakes getting upset. Mind you, there's literally racist imagery in the fucking books, and Dr. Seuss himself has said before he died, he had said, you know, come out an interview or some shit like that, he's like, I'm ashamed of some of my previous work. And here the family is, taking it to themselves to fucking close the doors on these six books that were very irrelevant, to be honest. It's not like Cat in the Hat and fucking Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> Yet, people were fucking in an uproar for this. People were in an uproar for Pepe Le Pew, who is literally a fucking, pe- like, creep he is a creep of a cartoon character when you look hard enough that is a fucking creep he is trying he is a he's a predator hard enough if you look at it you know mine is a cartoon and it's harmless but if you dig hard enough yeah that dude's kind of a predator so you know he got kind of semi-canceled he won't be in in space jam too And, like, even people got upset because Mr. Potato Head. The brand was called Mr. Potato Head in a long time, and now they're officially called Potato Head. And people are like, oh, my God, what are they doing? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) None of those things that they did were actual problems and all just done by companies being smart and being proactive. Yet, the WWE has some real fucking issues that has happened within the last century, and no one fucking goes crazy over it besides wrestling fans and then we look past it anyway because it's not like we're gonna say we're gonna boycott the wwe i don't see any of us doing that i mean i personally won't but i'm ashamed of the shit that they have done
1: <laughs> one of the biggest thing I have with myself is just like yeah i always told like oh they does this they does that but raw sucks all no, this, this stuff but what am i doing every monday night and 8 a.m 8 p.m i'm watching exactly. raw I'm watching I, have it, I
0: have it on
1: so it's like, I'm part of, I'm guessing we're part of, part of too, but by uh, still enabling these things. But like, if you stop watching WWE, yeah, you can watch AEWs for that. But then you, you lose on a lot of good wrestling, for the most part, good wrestling content with good wrestlers. Just because this company is like really, really like dark and bad.
0: Yeah. Because it sucks. Like, you know, you don't want people like Daniel Bryan, Edge, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley to suffer because they're not the problem for at least what we have seen <laughs> like they're not the problem <laughs> like literally edge literally and John Cena tried telling Vince McMahon like hey she's uncomfortable doing the segment bro maybe we don't and they and Vince still fucking went with it um so like you know it sucks because you don't want those performers to take the fall when the real problem is the backstage shit that's going on within the company and yet no one fucking talks like no one says hey vince you should fucking step down andrew cuomo you know (laughs) he got women coming left and right and everyone's saying well everyone's trying to get this man out of office no one's saying shit to vince mcmahon saying hey you know you should step down the wrestling fans are saying you should probably step down because you're out of fucking touch but it's a fucking shame it, it 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 is what it is at this point. Unfortunately, unfortunately, like it, it it's sad, but yet people are still gonna watch it. And I, I'm a hypocrite because I will watch it too. But I still just I wish there was a better solution, a, a way to you know figure out how do we keep talking about this. Well, I guess a podcast is helpful, you know, bringing it up. But like as long, I just hope people are being aware. You know, people should. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Fuck you, WWE, too, for all that fucking matters.
1: Well, Hogan and WWE just causing those problems in life, you know? Honestly. <laughs> for no reason.
0: Fuck you, WWE. But you know what? Bravo for this one because the guy deserves it. Andrade got released the other fucking night. On Sunday night, he got released from the WWE after asking for his release. You know, he asked for it and then nothing came of it. They They, they didn't grant it to him. And then they even, someone even said, no, Andrade didn't ask for his release. That's a fucking rumor. Yet then the man comes onto Twitter. He's like, no, I did ask for my release, guys. I'm trying to get out of here. And now Andrade is out of here. Along with that, then Charlotte, who was on the WrestleMania poster, she just suddenly was off of it. And yesterday she actually revealed she has COVID. There was the rumor going around. And I don't know how true it really is but now it like it might not be true because she has covid so apparently she was politicking and trying to get andrade released too she knows he's not being used he's not happy there so she was trying to talk to people in the back even apparently flair was trying to talk to people in the back and the rumor is and i don't think it's true especially now because she has covid they were saying if you want andrade out of here then you have to sit out of mania that doesn't make fucking sense to me. I don't know why WWE would even think of that. So I'm thinking that's just a rumor and now she has covid so now why now we see why she's not on television. But it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if WWE told Charlotte, "Hey, okay, fine. We'll do what you want, but like all right, you're not going to fight on the card. You're not going to go, you're not going to win the title off of Asuka." Now we're getting Rhea Ripley versus Asuka, which honestly I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for. I, I, I wanted that. When I saw Rhea Ripley was coming, I'm like, they better throw her in the title picture because they don't really have anything else. And for the 80th time, I don't really, I wouldn't get upset if I have to see Oscar versus Charlotte again. But now that we get Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte, I'm pretty excited for that match. But Overall, look at what happened. Andrade's release. I hope the fucking best for him. You know, the easiest answer would be They send them down, AEW, and this dude can honestly be a fucking main eventer. This guy was pretty fucking good. Like, mind you, like, he doesn't have the promo skills, but that's fine. You fucking pair him with somebody, could fucking talk, and there you go, because this guy could fucking wrestle. He looks good, with or without a mask. He was doing great shit in New Japan. Like, I actually saw a clip of him going against Kota Ibushi, and it looked fire. So, the dude had what it take. WWE Fumbled the bag, and they're fumbling the bag with someone like Alistair Black too. So just fucking let him go, please, and let these guys loose.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm happy. Now. I've been looking at his tweets for like the past two days, and this guy's just so happy. I, I, it's like this just, is just a sense of I feel like it was like it felt like I was there. Like I'm like I'm in his presence because the dude's just excited to just be finally be free. And I hope you know, I guess I I, I kind of hope he ends up in similar to like john moxie where he's like able to go there's the forbidden door stuff now too which, is, which makes it easier but to be a little bit more like split, split between like new japan and aw i can see him in AEW like doing good things but also new japan kind of since he's right there and i feel like his style fits them a little bit more especially since he doesn't have to rely on promos too much um over, over in new japan because there's a barrier all over the place <laughs> so that's, that's not really a problem um I just don't want to go to ROH impact. That, that's that's those two just feel like why <laughs> you know this is like nothing nothing there for me. Uh he go back to Mexico. He could do anything. This guy, he's he has what the only five-star match in WWE history. He, and so for, from Dave. So like this guy is talented. which which yeah. is that?
0: Is that against uh
1: his Gargano match? Yeah. I was gonna NXT.
0: say, I was gonna say it's probably against Gargano.
1: Yeah, oh, that geez. match was I remember, that's one of the first. I was one of the first takeovers that, like, not one of the first things I watched, but one that is for some reason is in the memory of just like watching, um, and being so good, and, and it was just like crazy. But yeah, um, I am happy for him. I hope he. hope he ends up somewhere, somewhere pretty decent. Little, i those. I was kind of hoping they would just release really Charlotte too, not because I want her in W E, but like I want her to be AW because one, they need her, and two. For her to get to sixteen championships, it would just mean so much more if the, if those other, well, like five is like not in WWE um, and it was somewhere else. So, so I kind of hope one day she leaves. But yeah, that's, I'm happy for enjoying the end of the day though.
0: That's a good point. It would be pretty sick because think about it too. Technically, Ric Flair's all of his titles didn't just simply come from like you know the WWE, uh, but. Charlotte going to AEW this would it would be great to see because WWE it would piss them off so fucking much I feel (laughs) you know that would be just so beautiful to see it happen um and it would be great for their division like Charlotte would then because mostly all of her wrestling has come just from learning into WWE she never went through the indie she never did any of that shit so to see her actually like go somewhere else and then have to face people like Thunder Rosa uh Britt Baker Nyla Rose even like Serena Deeb, Rio, shit like that, that could be just interesting stuff to get out of her career. Um, And I feel like as a performer, she would probably like, she should go for that, because she like tries to thrive herself on, you know, like what she can do in the ring and all that stuff. So I feel like she should take that leap. Um, It just it would be nice to see because when like, you know when, when if you really are with andrade ride or die i feel like she should leave <laughs> with him you know like kind of like aj kind of left after uh mm-hmm. cm punk not right away because she still had time on her contract i'm pretty sure but she left like she's done she don't do any wrestling you know when you think of aj lee uh with cm punk so that's like a girl that's ride or die with her guy. So i would love to see if She's ride or die, and you know what? Doesn't sign a contract, but I'm pretty sure she did sign, like, at least another contract. Uh, I would have to double-check with that to see what her contract status is like. But for Andrade, honestly, Impact, New Japan would be dope. Uh, I think, you know, you said you wouldn't want to see him in Impact or ROH. I agree with ROH. But Impact, with what they're trying to do, because Impact's trying to go up again, and I want to see Impact succeed, not going to lie. I would like to see all wrestling promotions succeed, but the biggest one I'm pushing for is Impact. And I think that what they're missing to just get better, and mind you, AEW's already doing it, WWE's basically getting back to it. They need some type of fucking audience or some shit, because I, I, I think I tried to watch Impact. And, like, for example, I would love to try and watch it maybe later tonight. You know, we're recording this on a Tuesday to release on a Wednesday. But sometimes it's really rough to get through the just only mat noises and, and like, commentary. Like, when I tried to get my friends to watch WrestleMania with me last year virtually, it was really hard for them to really care enough because there was no real – there was no crowd, obviously. So you're just hearing ring mat and commentators. And the commentators will ruin a lot of things. So – You know, when it's then you're just listening to shitty commentary and fucking slamming on the mat and, like, ugh, it really takes someone away. And I feel like that takes me away from wanting to care enough about Impact. But, like, I think you kind of need to a little bit now because it looks like Kenny Omega is going to win the fucking title there. He's going to go against Rich Swan and whatever is the next pay-per-view that they got going on. So it only makes sense that they're going to give the gold to Kenny Omega.
1: My biggest issue with Impact is that, and this is having, I just hate that, and that's why they're doing it. But I sometimes I don't get, I understand like what they're truly getting out of this relationship because like they just giving all the titles away. <laughs> so, like Finn Juice got the, the tag titles, Kane's probably win the 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 uh, Impact title and the X Division title at this point. I don't know, you might get to that Orange cash land, but. And then like they're just always getting made fun of by, by AEW like constantly. I'm just waiting for me wonder like yes, to understand sometimes you try and go into the meme because you know the meme impact is there and then parent like sometimes you just gotta be like, all right, you know, we're here too, we're a serious company, we're trying our best and don't treat us like this, you know. But they are getting publicity out of it, so I guess it works.
0: That is true. They are literally just being looked at as like, wow, you guys suck. Remember when you guys used to be good, like Remember, you guys had Sting. Oh yeah, we got him. Oh yeah, Christian. Yeah, we got him now too. Like, it's I'm just waiting. Why haven't they fucking tried to like do an invasion type angle already? I don't know what they're kind of waiting for because at this point, sure, Impact. Yeah, like they are getting publicity out of it, but they are looking like fucking idiots every time. Like they let Tony Schiavone and Tony yeah. Khan do their little <laughs> paid ads for AEW on the show. Like they're literally talking shit about them nonstop so like maybe they should do an evasion angle or maybe they're trying to build up to it be like look we're tired of tony khan they should like literally murder tony khan on stage impact (laughs) has killed people so you know if they literally like tried to beat the shit out of tony khan that would look fucking great you know it looks good i don't know um but you know i want to give impact a try i'm hoping for them i'm pushing pushing from but yeah they might give away their title the fucking kenny omega now they tag team titles they are with the uh they with juice and david david finley so what are they really doing i don't know i'm interested but am i interested to watch not too much unfortunately i think they if they had a crowd it might make a difference not gonna lie It, it would make me at least feel like i'm watching wrestling same thing with roh they don't have a crowd. And I don't really care. And I know they got EC3 over there. And I'm like, I like EC3. I want to see what EC3 is up to. But it's hard to watch when there's just ring mat after ring mat. It's just blech. But anywho. Uh, other related things. We could talk about AEW now, I'm pretty sure. Because we already kind of jumped into it. Oh, wait a second. This, oh, well, we don't have to dive into this. But we'll talk about it. And then we'll get into it. So Batista pulled from the Hall of Fame. Mm. Supposed to be in the Hall of Fame of 2020 last year. The whole Hall of Fame got paused because of COVID. They're doing the Hall of Fame of 2020 and 2021 on the same night. Uh, So that's actually happening on Tuesday. So let's also, we didn't talk about this. So the week of WrestleMania, we got Raw on Monday, Hall of Fame on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday is two nights of TakeOver. Then Saturday and Sunday is WrestleMania and then we continue with the Raw After. And then I I, I don't know, is it confirmed yet that is going to Tuesdays? I don't know yet, but Yeah.
1: I don't, I don't think it's confirmed, but that's the that's what it's looking like.
0: It's either that, possibly, you know. So we got the you know, we got the Monday Night Raw, you know, also Ms. and Mrs. Season Three or some shit's also the same night, so you gotta watch that. Uh what else? Then you got uh, the SmackDown after, obviously you're gonna watch AEW. I feel like AEW is gonna be big the night after Mania for some reason. I don't know why, but I feel like they should. They should. So there's just so much wrestling in that week. But uh, Hall of Fame Batista pulled himself out. He said because he would want to be there for the ceremony and he has uh, prior engagements, which seem like it's like he's shooting a movie. So he's gonna be busy there. But uh, Batista's out of the out of the Hall of Fame. Just wanted to bring that out.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. Like you know, get get this man in front of a crowd one day. Got his speech is gonna be a speech that I think you gonna need like some type of fans because you know Batista's a funny guy. <laughs> so I say if he's busy and the day doesn't feel like he's needed right now, I say hold it off. You know, you know he's a first ballot, first ballot Hall of Famer if that even exists in WWE. So yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, fucking for sure. Like that dude is like, bef- like my first introduction to wrestling. Like he was one of my favorite guys to watch because like he was leading SmackDown when I was watching it. So. Would love to see Batista get a real actual induction. So I'm happy he was, they didn't just like, you know, phone in and be like, oh, Batista, he's going to do a little virtual speech. And it's like a five minute or two minutes of him just saying, yeah, thank you. <laughs> like, so that works out. But AEW, let's talk a little bit about that. And then let's get into this fast lane. Talk about the thumbs up and thumbs down about that fucking show. Uh, but the first thing I want to mention, how are you feeling about MJF and his new group, The Pinnacle?
1: <laughs> the, the 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 one running joke I got for this group is just a bunch of uh bunch of just white guys <laughs> I was just doing the thing. I guess I don't know. I, I love make,
0: it. I, I actually <laughs> I, you mentioned that. You know, JR, when he saw them come out of the private plane or whatever, he's like, wow, look at this, a very diverse group. <laughs> look at all these white people making diversity. Am I right? The,
1: the, the most diverse person there is probably Warlove. but I don't know what he is. <laughs> Honestly, Honestly like, he's still I white. Have I have no
0: clue what he is. I can't tell what the fuck he is.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, though, the debut was really cool. Uh, it was something I did not see coming. Uh, so that that I get them there, but. I like MGF. I like Worlow. I hate Sean Spears. I don't like FTR. So for me right now it's like I like some of them. I don't like some of them. I don't know where this is gonna go. Hopefully it leads to something interesting. But I don't know if I have an opinion on them yet. I'm gonna give them a chance. I'm gonna give them like a few months. I get to the next pay view until I could like legit judge the. Besides the fact that they are just like all the premise, honestly.
0: Yeah, huh? Interesting. Why do you hate Sean Spears? Hate's a strong word. Why do Why do you hate Sean
1: Spears? Yeah, you know, hate is a strong word. I say I dislike Sean. He boring. And <laughs> honestly, I never liked him dirty. I don't like him here. He just he's just really boring. That is, I don't know, not I hate his hair, dude. The the, the yellow the blonde Mohawk guy has to go.
0: <laughs> I, I I feel like it would have looked better if he fucking had facial hair because now he doesn't have facial <laughs> hair either. So it's like looks weird. I don't. I wouldn't say I don't like him. Or I don't care. I I want to see what he has to offer because we still don't really know what he has to offer, to be honest. Like we he's been he was with WWE for a long time, to be honest. Like he was in their developmental. One of his most famous things before he became Ty Dillinger was being the guy that got super kicked by Shawn Michaels. <laughs> um, but I would really love to actually see what we get from him. Because it's not gonna lie, when he like showed up and Literally broke Cody Rhodes on that first fucking time yeah. with that steel chair, like AKA why he's called the Chairman, which kind of funny. Uh, I some like whoa, that was huge. Maybe it was just because it was an unprotected chair shot that like made me like think like there's potential here, but we still don't really know what he has to offer. Like they've tried to a little bit, and they gave him a fucking glove, which was dumb. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I still think there's. I want to give him a try just to see what he can do here. Maybe they give him a mic. Maybe they actually give him interesting matches, you know? So, cause he had that little feud going on with Dustin Rhodes that I didn't give a shit about, but you know what? I'm interested. Also, why do you hate FTR again? Why don't you like them again? What's up with that? You just don't like that old school wrestler look?
1: Wait, yeah, yeah.
0: That's basically
1: it. <laughs> I missed that part. That's why I, I got completely sidetracked. something. Uh what do you say again? <laughs> Sorry.
0: Oh, my God. I said, so what, <laughs> what is up with FTR and your dislike of them? Is it, oh, oh, is it their, just their old school wrestling gimmick, basically?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's also an old school game, but also I, they... Yeah, I think the wrestling style just not for me. Uh, I'll be completely honest. I don't think... I never really liked the wrestling style, even like W2. There's something that's like... I just don't like this group and I don't know. The old school style doesn't fit me. Uh, but the idea of like a fake four Four horseman always intrigued me and them in it, but like their wrestling style altogether is not interesting. And even the match with the Young bucks was kind of like disappointing for me, um, personally. Uh but yeah, I don't know. Not a big I, fan of RTR.
0: Is there anything you, that you could say you do like of them if you had to say I like this? <laughs>
1: I like I like one I like the ball guys mustache. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, the ball guys mustache. All right, Dax. I'm pretty sure that's Dax. Um, all right, fine. I mean, I, I I'm happy that they're being used because I will say they put on they can put they can wrestle, which is good. You know, they didn't really get to wrestle in uh, a I mean WWE too much when they got pulled up. I do think it's funny they call themselves what was it, Grand Slam Tag Team Champions? It's very interesting because they've only won... Well, they've won all the tag team gold that uh, WWE had to offer. Then they won the one tag team championship of AEW. But I feel like you're going to say that, like, you're going to say you're Grand Slam Tag Team champs. I feel like you need, like, a New Japan belt under you, at least. Or, like, something else that isn't just two promotions.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's true.
0: But, so m j f the pinnacle interesting name i don't know i could I could deal with it pinnacles of alcohol, so that was the first thing I thought of <laughs> uh but I'm interested to see the only thing that was weird about that that whole thing was m j f and his spray tan was god fucking awful. whoever deals the tanning over there in AEW, or it was just him putting on self tanner that was the most distracting fucking thing when they were on t v was just looking at m j f do that long ass promo and honestly you know m j f can talk on the mic so i that was okay for me, but his ear was like fucking orange, but also not orange at the same time. It was weird. Did, did you see that too?
1: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that. now.
0: Were <laughs> you just not paying attention when no, up, I? No, <laughs> I was.
1: I, 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 I sometimes don't pay attention now.
0: <laughs> but I, I'm invested to see what's gonna go here. I, I'm. I think what I'm most happy about is hopefully this is great for Wardlow because Wardlow is a fucking tank. Like, not only is he a fucking, like, just beast of a man, but I, that dude can move. So I think this will be the best thing for Wardlow right now.
1: Wardlow reminds me of Batista. And I've seen, like, especially in this group, I'm getting the like evolution, like, evolution vibes immediately. I'm like, this guy could be the guy who turns the MGF and becomes a star. And I think that's – that's where I hope this goes. because they, Like, he is someone who's a future champ, in my opinion. They can game him, like, shoot, three three years maybe less this guy oh, could, yeah, be a state. Sure. He could be a star so i like i like him I, mjf and him is like the people i really like in this group um everyone else though
0: yeah um, everyone know. knows mjf <laughs> is gonna be a star it's very easy to see it like if you if no one thinks mjf is gonna be a star you're a fucking idiot because this dude has he has what it ha- he has what it takes but um and he basically already is so <laughs> like Seeing Wardlow to go up with him, and yeah, I can see that he does give off Batista vibes, also like Mason Ryan vibes because they were basically the same person. So, <laughs> but yeah, this would be uh, that would be great for him. And I hope like FTR is going to be FTR, hope they look good. Um, and you know, let's let's see Sean Spears actually do something. <laughs> um, we'll see
1: Jerry's on him,
0: Christian is in. Impact. I mean, Impact. It would be cool to see him back in Impact or something. I don't know. He has he has his a, he has his TNA song, but Christian, he's with AEW. Nothing's really happened yet. <laughs> like he kind of like made it obvious that he wants a challenge for the AEW title, which honestly, I'm kind of fine with. Not gonna lie. Not gonna fucking lie. Like I thought I was gonna be like, ah oh, man, you know they got this old timer here, but like he looks good. You look, if they're gonna do it with edge why not do it with christian like and he literally is here to say like i signed a multi-year contract i'm not just gonna kind of like part-time like i'm gonna do this shit full-time like his shirt literally says outwork everyone so you better fucking outwork <laughs> everyone by having like be an actual like person on the fucking like show rather than be like a guy that comes once in a while you know I'm I the ver I don't know what to think so far because we haven't seen anything. I want him in a match already. That's what I want. Like you don't need to wait till the next you know pay per view to put him in there. Like you just did a St. Patrick's Day special. Come up with another random ass special like you guys <laughs> randomly do and put him in a fucking match. Like just put him on there.
1: Yeah, yeah he needs to wrestle right because like, I don't, yeah I don't know. It's like he shouldn't be someone like Sting where you like have to wait. Every four months, the mad for this guy like freaking passes out. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I'm like he should have had a promo the, the day after, like the the show after he debuted. They didn't do anything with him because like, he just showed up. And I didn't see his promo last week because I I watched NXT at that point. Uh, but yeah, I want to see some I want to see more. I want to see him wrestle. We know he can wrestle. We, see him, we just seen him at the rumble. Like I don't see what's the uh, what's the way on him. Um, yeah.
0: I, I was, yeah. I, I was, I think I mentioned, I, I, uh, I've been listening to Renee Young's podcast. Mm. Um, it's pretty good. I'm going to call her Renee Young just cause I'm used to that, even though her name is like Renee Paquette or something like that. It's called the oral uh, sessions, which is also just a weird name, but uh, he, she had Christian on there and Christian basically said like, Hey, like I passed my concussion protocols with like flying fucking colors. Like he had to go through immense, crazy pro uh, like process just to get cleared so he could do the royal rumble and then also he like told the docs like hey like am i good like can i just like be an active like wrestler no like you're fine like you're no worse than you were if you weren't wrestling or even if you were a wrestler like you're you're perfect so it's not like there's a worry that he's gonna deal with concussions and shit like that right now so get him in there Don't, like, fucking wait. Just get the dude in there, because I'm pretty sure that'll help you guys in the ratings, too. People, like, will care to see it. Uh, But, yeah. Now, one thing. So, everyone's been talking about this since it happened last week. The lights-out fucking match Mm. between Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. That was not what I expected at all. You know, I expected it to be a good match but I didn't expect it to be as crazy as it fucking was. Like those girls went fucking off the table spots. You know, they're fucking, they're fucking blading. You know, they're fucking gushing, literally gushing. Britt Baker has another fucking shirt where she's leaking. Mind you, this one's kind of fucking ugly. Not going to lie. This shirt (laughs) was kind of ugly. I want the other one. This one's kind of fucking ugly, but the way these two went, it was not what I expected one bit and probably match of the year contender at this point. Like, you know, conversations people, it's like, oh, I put it as one of the best women's matches ever. No, this is probably one of the best. This is probably one of the best AEW matches ever, you know, in their history. People will be talking about this fucking thing for a long fucking time. Like this was monumental of how good it was. And I know I feel like, you know, people, if you're listening and you're one of those fans, they're like, oh, they're just sucking blah, 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 blah. No, like, dude, come on. You can't – you got to admit how fucking crazy good that match was and just how groundbreaking it was. Yeah, that
1: I'm, – I'm prepared to call that match – even though this will be a long, a long year to go, but this is definitely going to be a different match of the year. And I think you're up there. You're right. This is honestly – this is definitely the most enjoyable match I've seen from AEW in, like since since the creation. Like I think this is right up there with that tag team match. Um I think a lot of it just because not that I didn't expect it to go this way, but like it's a TV match. <laughs> it wasn't a pay-per-view show, it was a TV match and it went crazy like that. Like straight up, that, man, that's something that I just wish that you could see from like other companies because that match was just it had me in shock. The, all the the spots like that's a match that could that could have a event revolution you know like that was it was that good um, yeah that it's probably one of my favorite matches of all time I I, I, I could put it, I could say that for sure
0: I was just I was impressed like I already knew I liked Britt Baker and I already knew I liked Thunder Rosa because honestly like ever since being exposed to her on AEW every week I watch her. I'm like, whoa, she's really fucking talented. You know, I don't think people give her enough credit, you know. But these are the women that should be doing a lot more shit on the fucking cards and shit like that, you know. Mm. Rip Baker is amazing. Thunder Rose is amazing. I'm happy this led to, you know, this match. Because, like, they could have tried to basically end it at Bash at the Beach that they did. They had a match mm-hmm. against each other. They could have tried to end it. No, they brought this. And honestly, this, this was perfect, you know. I don't even know if they're going to continue it off of here, but fucking respect, you know, just respect off of it. And one of these women should be holding the gold, you know, like cheetah. She also deserves it. Mind you, but, you know, I, I'm kind of ready for Hikaru Shida to lose the belt, even though she's only like Same. defend defended it like twice. <laughs> apparently, you know, it's funny. I saw this was like a stat they they, they said on deadlock um, that I wasn't too sure about, but apparently, like Shida has like the most fucking wins in the company. Possibly, what's crazy I've is like that. <laughs> like thought appa- it's something similar to it's a, It's like she has somehow like some of the biggest wins in the company, or like the most wins in the company. I'm like but she's barely on tv how (laughs) like some sad involving hikaru shida but either which way this just shows that you need to be using your woman a lot more because you know hikaru shida you got thunder rosa you got Britt baker also jade i fucking love jade Mm -hmm. jade this is crazy that jade was never a wrestler beforehand and she is like literally like you know because imagine WWE used to do this shit where they literally picked models and just said all right you're gonna be a wrestler kind of they picked a fitness model that's not just like a fitness model she is fucking in shape and can fucking go that german suplex she did on that fucking show i don't know if you watched that match with I her know, and I, yeah. I forget what her name is i saw that she almost murdered the fucking girl literally from one end to the ring to the other, and then she hit the fucking kip up dude, jade was crazy- it's crazy good, and I could see her being a champ at some point she is she's feeling it she yeah but jade uh, that, that, oh my gosh they not
1: they AEW has so much like woman talent and it's just like it's scary that where this division's gonna be <laughs> in like a year <laughs> honestly like a year or two um it's going to be rival impact impact i think it's going to be bad impact at that point but so much talent and you have future stars jay's gonna be a future star you, like jay's like a a, a black brock lesnar <laughs> made pretty much at this point like a black china like she's gonna be crazy in the division and then <laughs> black china. <Brick> break is <laughs> big break is already the stars like she is the face of a the division at this point and, he, and i'm happy that they're not trapping the rock to her so quick and like get her to Tyler because it's, it's been a slow build and when she does get set at some point it's gonna it's gonna feel great you know um and, and then like done the rolls, i hope man I, I hope she she leaves a like, nwa soon <laughs> and just go there full time but we'll see what happens there but yeah it's crazy
0: yeah it's 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 so it's so crazy and like they have so much other talent still think about it because like i was thinking about this the other day cause, For the first time, well, not for the first time, but I I tried to give AEW Dark Evelation or (laughs) whatever it is a try. So first off, it's just AEW Dark, literally. (laughs) It's literally AEW Dark with maybe a little bit more like matches that are kind of like you'd be interested to see. You know, like they had Jungle Boy go against that Danny guy. I forget what his last name is, but he's Puerto Rican. And they've kind of used him on like the main show a little bit. That was actually a really good match. And they, he had a match again. They did Orange Cassidy versus uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler's brother. Stuff like that's kind of interesting you want to see. But while I was watching this shit, I'm like, this is AEW Dark. Why did they just do this again? If they want to give Paul White something to do, why don't they just put him on Dark, you know? <laughs> but um, anyway, the point I was trying to make here is I, I was like, wait a second, whatever happened to Big Swole? like i thought she was going like towards (laughs) possibly a title picture at least being used on the main card more like she had that match against Britt baker that quote-unquote cinematic match if you want to call it that one and i have yet to see her anywhere i've only really noticed her because she had a match on there she was tag team with red velvet which i also like red velvet um but um, besides that, the most I see her on Twitter is talking about how she's basically horny for her husband, Frederick Alexander. So, like, <laughs> that's like all I see. that's all I've really seen. I'm like, I, I, I'm like, what the hell happened? Where's Big Swole? And it's because she's all dark.
1: <laughs> but she, uh, I thought she was. I thought I read that she was like some. She looked. She looked something. I don't know what it was. It was like something. She has, I'm
0: pretty sure what it is, and I might be wrong, but I think she has Crohn's disease or it was flaring up again or something like that. So they kind of had to take her off for a little bit. But I don't know how long that's been like in play because I just feel like I haven't seen big swole. Since that cinematic match,
1: this <laughs> just dropped off the face of the Oh, that match is so bad, though. <laughs> but no, not their fault.
0: <laughs> you hate it. I, I kind of dig it. it. Was it was interesting? If I could use my and word, it, it was it was something.
1: It, but... it was something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. A W. You know, thumbs up to them. Still gonna watch it over NXT. That's for damn true. Now let's talk about Fastlane. Fastlane. I, I i took my notes actually i was very impressed uh did you watch it on the network or did you watch it on peacock
1: i tried watching peacock and then it would not load so at that <laughs> point i was like, I'm, I'm not and then i went Did load it was like three minutes behind i was like yeah i'm not doing this today i went to the network <laughs> so forget that
0: dude yeah i i was gonna get peacock to watch it there and I never really like jumped on it. I just never like, it was like the pay-per-view is about to start. I'm like, Oh, I never got Peacock. I also watch it on a network cause it's here. <laughs> and the amount of shit I'm seeing people talk on Twitter about Peacock was crazy. <laughs> like Ugh. Tubby Emu on Twitter, you know, he's one of the, like he, one of the original like guys who's big on YouTube for uh, WWE game content. He was like, ah, oh, you can't rewind on Peacock for WWE. And I just got home and he like probably got home. It was like, an hour and 30 minutes into the pay-per-view he's like you can't rewind that that's pretty fucking sad i saw another tweet uh where did it go i I put some tweets on the side um oh yeah someone got really upset and they tweeted at peacock because (laughs) here we go at peacock cares you know they have their little customer service twitter so this person goes at peacock uh, tv how come there's no start from beginning option? I just saw the results of a match because I wasn't able to start over. So anyone that like kind of like, hey, like I want to watch it, and, you know, on the network, you could either watch it live or you could start from the fucking beginning. And I appreciate that that option. I never – I'm always watching my pay-per-views on time or if I'm going to like show up late, I'm just going to watch it live anyway because I want to not get spoiled by the main events. But uh, this, this person, they, they got screwed over. And Peacock, you know, they just tweeted back. And they're like, hi, thank you for reaching out. At the moment, play controls such as rewind, fast forward, and pause are not available when watching on Peacock. We greatly appreciate your feedback and we will pass this along to the proper team to review it. Like I saw a lot of people upset because you, po- you can't pause the feed. You can't rewind if you miss something which is really annoying. And then, like, Johnny from New Legacy. I don't know if you, if anyone knows New Legacy. They do a lot of YouTube, WWE game content. Uh, big group. Awesome group. Johnny, part of Deadlock. He had Peacock on the left and... Uh, on No, he had the network on the left on his screen and Peacock on the right. And Peacock was a whole fucking, like, two minutes behind what was going on. So think about it. If you want to go on, like, Twitter and tweet about the damn show and you're fucking behind like let's say like everyone else who's watching mania from overseas or anything like that who has the network you're fucking screwed with spoilers two minutes behind you know and then apparently the quality also look kind of like shittier than the network quality so i just wanted to mention this before we dive in because it seems like (laughs) this jump to peacock is gonna fucking suck and it's crazy to think that I'm going to miss the network. You know, I was, I was, you know, I give the network a lot of shit because it's still needed. It still needs work, you know, when you look at it, but comparing to what we're getting with Peacock, it's going to be so much worse. We're not going to get all of this, all the shit until like SummerSlam. So we're going to have to deal with a shitty fucking back catalog, but then they don't even have like playback controls. You can't like, you know, Go to certain scenes in a fucking match, like in a pay per view. <sighs> fuck, fuck you WWE! Like, why did you need to do this jump?
1: It doesn't even have a, the 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 visual scrubber thing, which I think is a big thing to have there you're gonna watch wrestling. You know, if you're not gonna have the pre jump thing. At least have that, but yeah i couldn't use peacock and then it, once i saw a few minutes behind us I, I closed the tab out so i'm not gonna say this this is not happening and like i could I, I live talk on discord and like if i'm three i'm already behind people in the uk and like overseas because they already have like a little bit further up if i'm behind three minutes i'm not watching the show. at that point I'm like, why am i watching the show if i could just look on twitter and see what's going on you know um Uh, Part of me thinks Fastlane was just here to test out Peacock, and I hope that's the case. Because if Mania is this bad, and like we can't get into we get into the app, I don't know what to say. I don't know. I'm not paying six dollars for that pay view. (laughs) So, hey,
0: six dollars still six. It's it's not bad, but oh, wait, you said sixty dollars? Yeah, I was sixty. I'm not I'm not paying for that. (laughs) Hey, you know now. I mean, it is still you know a cheap alternative, which is great. But like you know, think about it, Fastlane did the pay-per-view on Peacock, but also on the network. So, you know, it was okay if it wasn't working on Peacock, go to the network. Because most people that were going to watch it were had the network already. But think about this. Peacock is the exclusive provider for WrestleMania. It will not be on anything else for U.S. For US viewers. You cannot just be like, wow, Peacock sucks. Let me go back to the network. It, you can't do that Unless you probably have a VPN. And then again, who knows? Sometimes a VPN is like, you might try and do it. And then WWE was like, oh, we know you're using a VPN. You can't do it. It's going to be because there's going to be so many people on Peacock for the mania. And it's two nights.
1: You're going to have against that, that Peacock-like. As soon as the pre-show starts, you gotta click live and just sit there. Yeah, you gotta be
0: more like one of the first users on there. Kind of like if you're watching like maybe any illegal streams, and you're like, "Oh, let me get on there before everyone else jumps on there and crashes the server while I'm trying to join." <laughs> so that's fucking fucked. I'm not excited about this peacock jump, honestly. It, it's 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 kind of blows. And now with like you know the catalog's gonna suck too, because if I get the random urge to watch like certain things from a certain era they might not have it
1: yeah at least on breast side 4.99 there's no ads in the the live stream so that's like the only good thing that's about peacock but
0: that is that's good i did check it out actually because there is still some like free wwe content on the free platform of peacock so i did look at wrestlemania 35 yeah, 35. Mm-hmm. And I saw that the commercials that they do put are between every match. So it's not like you're gonna be watching mm-hmm. a match and in like halfway through they're gonna add a fucking commercial for Law and Order or some shit. It'll be once that match is over and like even after like the entry like the person's done their celebrating and all that shit, then they include the commercial. So I'm like, okay, I mean then you could really just deal with the four ninety nine package, to be honest. So it works out that way. That that's nice, you know. It' half off, you know. Well, I spend ten dollars and you can spend five. But, eh, it is what it is. Uh, now look, we can talk about the pay per view. I did my ratings in a thumbs up and a thumbs down type of situation, and we'll talk about that. So I'll say mine, and you <laughs> jump off of it. All right. So I'm gonna say right. thumbs up because Retribution turned their back on Mustafa Ali, which means this faction should be pretty much over. <laughs>
1: Uh, like I say it's thank you. <laughs> like I, I'm just I'm just waiting for the day we could get regular D Jack, regular uh deal Madden. I guess I guess what's the guy's name? Stab Jack. What's his real name? I don't know.
0: <laughs> uh uh Sean Thorne or Shane Thorne. Shane, yeah, something,
1: something like that. I don't know where he probably got the next team. <laughs> um, and and looking forward to seeing Mia Yim yeah, as actual actually Mia Yim. Yeah, I'm I'm just happy. This team was a uh, Fear Experiment from the start. From the day they advertised it to the first uh clip to show on SmackDown or Raw. It was a disaster. And you know what? Thankfully it's over.
0: <laughs> Remember they advertised like we were gonna get a new faction? They <laughs> yeah. literally said that, and then you bring out retribution, which is not supposed <laughs> to technically be a faction. They're supposed to be oh, like, God. we're here to fuck shit up. Yet you're this is your new faction. Fucking stupid. Stupid.
1: <laughs> who, who the fact we shouldn't look going start that if the if you hype up the faction debut, we should know something's going to be wrong because they never do that. So, yeah, that's on us,
0: yeah. Honestly, Ooh, that made me yawn because that's what make that's what retribution <laughs> does. Uh, but you know what? I am excited because you know, yeah, these guys on their own could be way better. Like, you know, Mustafa Ali, he he puts on, he put on a good match. With, with riddle not gonna lie but mm-hmm. i'd rather get all these guys on their own so thumbs up to that i didn't even watch the pre-show i just heard about this later on in the show and they showed the replay of him getting choke chokeslammed so thumbs up to that <laughs> but so the first match of the night bianca belair and sasha banks versus nia Jax and Shayna baszler i'm gonna have to give this shit a thumbs fucking down thumbs down because one they have honestly ruined the build to this damn match at Mania. To mm. for me, I don't. I've honestly, I'm I'm excited for the match, but I don't care to watch anything in between. You know, they fought against, they fought as a tag team at the last pay per view and lost and did not win the tag team gold. You would think maybe they would win this one, and they like. They even, like, mentioned, like, oh, we haven't seen champions, like, you know, fight each other that are going to fight at WrestleMania since, like, John Cena and Shawn Michaels. So I guess that should have been my answer to be like, oh, that means they're totally losing. But I, in my head, I'm like, oh, that means they're totally winning. And I, and I <laughs> if they would have won the goal, that kind of would have been a little bit better. But honestly, thumbs down. This match was just kind of like, eh? The only thing that was really cool is Bianca, like, doing, like, from the gland slam to that knee that Sasha did, which looked so, like, crazy, because, like, Shayna had no chance to, like, get ready for that shit. I was, like, I was on the bus watching this as I'm heading home, and I was, like, holy shit, like, I, like, uh, like, erupted, like, publicly, because I was, like, what the fuck? Like, that was a huge (laughs) fucking move, Um, but... Wow. So that was pretty cool. That that was the only really cool thing I liked about that match. Also, Reginald was there. He wasn't really an issue, but I don't. Eh, I'm indifferent about Reginald. It's just random. But yeah, thumbs down, because honestly, I don't care about this match. I don't care about the build anymore. I just want them to fight at WrestleMania and kind of get over it at this point, because WWE has ruined this build. I don't know what they could have done, but they should have done anything but this at this point
1: from the from the moment they include on into this whole story they killed the they killed the whole story off they, they didn't need any outside factors with bianca and shots it was just straight up like look she's gonna fight her mania now uh, she won the rumble and that was it like you could easily make a story off of them out outside of the issues and then they didn't it made Nia Jax and Shannon Baszler look stupid because they're busy doing something that they don't really need to be involved with in the story at all. <laughs> Original was not needed. Carmella just disappeared. <laughs> I know she was in part of it at one point. Um and then this this, this bill has just been bad, honestly. And the match was boring. I, I didn't enjoy that match at all. Um it, it just made like you have my biggest issue is that Sasha and Bianca lost to Nia Jax both. Be fully be up leading up to this, and then they lost this. They have no, none of them have any type of like momentum handed to me, which is kind of weird. They're both say.
0: losers, yeah.
1: Like, why should I give this match anymore if they both suck? <laughs> like, stuck in terms of like they keep losing to non, like, non, I guess, world champions. Like, I don't know, it's just stupid.
0: Yeah, like you know, maybe a little bit of a better build would have been like, hey, like you may be the boss, but I'm like the EST. So then they're like trying to show each other up. Like literally, I'm better than you. And they kind of kind of wasted that cuz they were doing it with Bailey. Like they had Bailey fucking run a like fucking marathon or whatever the hell, like a fucking obstacle course against her. So they kind of fucking ruined it. But I will say if they could find a way to fix it you know, I, I didn't think I would want to say this because I don't like when people get just dropped into it. Put Bailey in the damn match, and I might, this might make it, you might find a way to make the story better leading up to it. And then also, I don't think they would have a bad match at all if you had Bailey, to be fair.
1: Yeah. That, that, I, know I know they're going to do another triple threat, but at this point, they might as well. If I had made a story
0: a little bit better anyway. It would be because at this point I don't care about the story, I do care about the match, which I'm excited for because I know it's going to be good. But if you add Bailey, you could probably make the story a lot better, and I know it'll make the match good still. Like it won't change how good the match is going to turn out. So uh, that w- that was just disappointing, just to know that this is kind of like you know been brought down maybe it's because i haven't watched smackdown enough lately i've been busy every time that was always my issue with smackdown because like now that things are kind of picking up a little bit more in the states you know when it comes to like things are getting a little bit better kind of sort of covid Friday's become a little bit busier for me so like sometimes like it's harder for me to watch a a smackdown but Mm -hmm. um yeah maybe it's because i've been missing that but one feud i haven't really missed it i missed i've kind of kept up with is the next match biggie Versus Apollo Cruz, I'm gonna give a thumbs up for the for that first half of that match because holy shit, Biggie was going off. Biggie was beating the shit out of him, and I loved it because he was talking shit too. He's like, "You ass with an ass whooping boy, I'm gonna beat your ass." I'm a he was really that. They started the match off with that outside of the ring spear that Biggie does and it was crazy. Then he does two fucking splashes on him on the apron. That was fucking crazy. It was good. Like Biggie was looking like a fucking monster. Mind you, I'm still very perplexed how now Apollo Cruz has an accent. He has a Nigerian accent now, which is just I don't know why they needed to do that. <laughs>
1: Makes it more, I don't know, maybe maybe makes it more intimidating. <laughs> I don't know. know. The match was good in the first half for sure. And then like it got awkward in the end, I don't know what happened there. Um but
0: that pin was weird.
1: Yeah, I, I think it was I think it was botched. That's what I'm hearing. But I kind of so I'm I'm happy that we're gonna get a match a mania, but I kinda wanna pile to win here because if anyone was to get a win at Mania in front of a crowd that deserves it and like, they would be pretty pretty dope is Big E. Sorry, Drew, but I'd rather see Big E win this title again in front of a crowd. That would be pretty fantastic. But, you know, he's still going to win anyway, (laughs) hopefully.
0: Yeah. Like, I I think they might give the belt to Apollo at Mania, but it would have been nicer if... If if he lost, I mean, if he won it this round, and then Biggie won it, because yeah, Biggie deserves that WrestleMania moment. And it's actually, it's I'm pretty sad because so as I talked about earlier, I've been listening to the Renee Young podcast, and I listened to her episode of Big E, and this was done on January 26th or 27th, and he was talking about like, dude, like he would love to have a match against Roman at Mania, you know. But we're totally not getting that. And honestly, it would have been so cool to get a match between them at Mania because would I think Big E would have won no, but they could have just really rehashed Kofi Mania with Big E right there, to be honest. Like they could have let Big E win and it and like it would have been dope if you would the build was done correctly, like Biggie deserves some fucking awesome times, you know. It, it's it it would be great to see Biggie have some awesome moments, and I think this match with them at uh with him and Apollo at Mania because that's it's leading up to be obviously. Um, I think it's going to be good if you give us what they just did in that first half of the match, which just made it longer. It would be great because that was like for me. I gave that match a thumbs up, but I gave the ending a thumbs down because like ah oh, that was dumb, and it also ended way quicker than I thought it would. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah uh, it's just, it's, That kind of set the pay-per-view off Between the first match and that It was just like, yeah, this pay-per-view is not going to be <laughs> Not going to be anything interesting to, to to even look back at You know, just kind of the start of it
0: Yeah, this pay-per-view, I will say This is like the first in a while where WWE Was just like, eh Because like, Screw it. <laughs> I think every pay-per-view Review we've done recently It's like, yeah, WWE's been On a streak, and then this time It, it was definitely, they missed, they missed on this one Maybe it's just because like there's just so like they don't need two pay-per-views before WrestleMania yeah, to be honest.
1: I mean, it's, it's like Mania would have done so much better with a six-week build versus three-week build, but they they, they wants the money, and i if end can get made from this.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I don't even know. Um, Elias versus Braun Strowman. So technically, it was supposed to be Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman earlier in the night. Shane McMahon's training for some reason, and he injures himself. <laughs> And clearly, if you look hard enough, you know it's fucking fake. It's it's not fun. it. Oh well, it's fake because it's you know kayfabe. So obviously, but like you know you know he's milking that shit. He just didn't want to wrestle Braun. Uh, just thumbs down for the waste of time that we had seeing Elias versus Braun, and also just thumbs down on this entire fucking feud. <laughs> I'm really not interested in Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon one fucking bit. I'd be pretty excited to see what the match could turn into a little bit because Shane McMahon does pull it off when it comes to certain things like his last match against The Miz at Mania. Pretty damn good. Not gonna lie. Um, If you just do some crazy fucking like, you know, move or some shit, you do a crazy spot, maybe it'll make the match a little bit worse at Mania, but until then, I don't give a shit.
1: <laughs> I hate I hate when they does like his bullying storylines because like they have the whole thing of you know be a star. And then over here having Shane, who is uh, McMahon, <laughs> one is like part of like, some part. I was some part of the corporate team. And, and call Braun dumb and slow and just like bully him. It's just stupid, especially when especially when. What, what makes me even mad is that even though braun had his past um you know if, if you saw his little documentary thing here yeah, a while ago the guy had a like, struggle with depression and bullying and stuff like that as a kid now you're over here bullying him on tv like for what i don't know i guess all this for for shane to i don't know it changed himself the uh the pirate ship i think it'd be worth it but the storyline just sucks it, it came out nowhere too
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That would be cool if he jumps off the pirate ship. I know what's funny is Kevin Owens tweeted that he was going to jump off that pirate ship. But when I think about it, what the fuck is, Oh, wait a second. Kevin Owens is probably going to face Sami Zayn at mania. Cause yeah. I think yeah. they're going to have a feud now, which honestly I'm fine with, to be honest, they, every, everything they've done together from the Indies to now has been great. So just fucking do it. But, uh, yeah, somebody jump off that damn pirate ship. Hey, both of them could jump off it. I don't give a shit. Was <laughs> he <would be> crazy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, fucking big thumbs down. All right, next match, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. Beforehand, we had Shinsuke Nakamura talk to fucking Matt Riddle, and Matt Riddle's just gimmick is I'm high, and I need to let everyone know I'm high as shit. Like, <laughs> they mentioned this on Deadlock, and I'm, reha- I'm rehashing what they said. RVD was cool because like he was subtle on how high he was with the, his gimmick. They're just shoving it in our face, and what's crazy is you've, you have taken away so many wrestlers from this company for them being fucking high in real life, and then you're just going to push this stoner surfer gimmick. no well he's a skate he's a fucking scooter guy now, and it's fucking just obnoxious how high this man pretends to be on fucking Raw. And SmackDown and all the other shit. Like, I don't fucking know. Shinsuke Nakamura, he just, he was looking at him and then kind of just fucking walked away, you know?
1: (laughs) It's funny because it wasn't like a while ago. Vince was like, doesn't understand his gimmick, but thinks it's funny. (laughs) So, like, but now he's just honing into this thing. It's just like the bro being like, oh, this is. I don't like him. I don't like him to begin with. <laughs> so I have my issues for not liking him. And this this makes it even worse of his game being like, just stupid and just, like, there's nothing to like about him. <laughs> I don't know. He's what's, in my opinion. I, what's I funny
0: is Braun Strowman is being in this feud where he's being called stupid. But Matt Riddle is literally stupid on <laughs> TV. Mind you, Braun Strowman also can't fucking cut a promo. He doesn't know what words to use correctly, but we've all been there. So <laughs> <laughs> half, my po- half this podcast we're using wrong words correctly, incorrectly. Look at that, see? Um, but anyway, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. Honestly, you know, thumbs up for, you know, putting these guys together. And thumbs up for them both having their OG songs back up. Uh, And I just kept thinking, I'm like writing down, I'm like, God, imagine if this match actually happened in like the fucking Tokyo Dome in new Japan, this match would have been fucking like close to a five-star fucking match from Dave Meltzer. Fuck that guy anyway. But like it would have been fucking crazy. How good that match would have been if it was anywhere else, but the WWE, this match was solid. Not going to lie. It was solid. It was decent. But uh, it made me wish like Nakamura was actually like getting a world title run at some point. But um, I just wish it was New Japan.
1: <laughs> you bring up a funny point because I remember back when Nelsonski had that crazy gauntlet match. I was like, oh yeah, we're going to mania now, and this guy is fighting stuff at fast lane. But <laughs> leading she's leaning to him doing nothing at mania because I thought this match happened in fast lane, and then no, sorry, mania and the Cesaro versus stuff happened in fast lane. I don't know what happened there, but you know, Shinsuke just went from uh, a weird one day high to this guy's not going to show. I guarantee it. I don't see a no spot for him besides the Andre Giant Battle Royal. Oh
0: my <laughs> um, God. I, I, I <laughs> but... fucking hate that Battle Royal so much. <laughs> Nothing happens with any of the fucking winners at all. We've gotten Cesaro Big Show, uh, Baron Corbin, Mojo Rowley, I think there's more, but who gives a shit?
1: This it's, this the biggest waste of a match just to get Abe on the show. It's just biggest waste, and I feel bad should escape if he's going to be stuck in <laughs> in a Bowery match. That's that's, that's going to suck. Um, but the match itself, yeah, it, it was okay. I didn't really pay attention to it too much. Um, the beginning was kind of slow, but I think it picked up towards the end. Um, I wish it was just a main match, even though I think Seth and Cesaro is going to still be really good. Um. No, I just want to see more for Shinsuke. I feel he's just another one of those guys who we probably think he's okay, or that he's fine, doing what he's doing, but for all we know, the guy probably won't leave too.
0: He's yeah, probably. Stuff. I mean, shit, Maybe. we we still don't have like a triple threat type of match on any of the cards, I think. So, Yeah. fuck it, make this a triple threat. So he could, like, yeah. I feel like him, Shinsuke, like Saf, Shinsuke, and Cesaro would be a banger. So, fuck it, why not? I don't know. Interesting to see what they're going to do with this. Um, did you see that one fucking move Seth Rollins did where he went for the kick. He missed it because Nakamura ducked, but then he caught his foot on him and then kicked them back. Did you see that?
1: I probably checked up by that time. <laughs> no, uh,
0: that was a sick ass move. Loki has done it before and Loki went onto Twitter. You remember Loki? Yeah, Caval. <laughs> Cavall, yeah. That's how you know him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he I was going to mention it. He went on to Twitter and he got pissed because fucking Seth Rollins used his moves. But just grow up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just fucking wrestling. <laughs> um, next match, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus in a no-hold bar match. Thumbs up. Fucking thumbs up. Not only was that intro to build up the match really fucking good, but that was a good-ass match. It was simply what it should have been, which was just two guys that are big, buff, beating the shit out of each other. And that's exactly what they fucking did. And you know, I, I wrote this down because I thought it was funny because I think Sheamus brought this up either last week or the week before that. And I just think it's so fucking funny that Sheamus is like, I'm tired of living in the shadow of Drew McIntyre. <laughs> shadow of Drew McIntyre. Okay, maybe for the last year or so, but you've won the Royal Rumble, you've won the Money in the Bank, you are a multiple-time world champion, you have held every gold in the company, you are a king of the uh, king of the ring winner. What do you mean you're in the shadow, of Drew McIntyre? In this last year, yeah, Drew McIntyre has had the better career. In their entire career, Sheamus has had a well. Decorated and better career yeah, right. than Drew McIntyre. So I don't know who told Seamus to say that, but that was dumb.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's just, Seamus won the world championship before Drew McIntyre, like, which is like, dude, you probably, I don't know, all, all sense then, I think, because I think it could be argued that Seamus has a better career than Drew um at least in it terms of the,
0: i don't think it, it's it can't be argued it is true it, it, is, true. it is it's true
1: because it we only have what one good year to be really honest in terms of the so like
0: from 2019 why, why? to 2020 really and like a little <laughs> bit now like ugh.
1: this is this, they, i'm happy they fought. the match is really good but the the, the base behind seems me angry just like I don't know, dumb on his part, <laughs> but yeah. This is just this is a little weird. But the match was it matched really good. They had a really good good match on raw like two weeks ago. Um this this was pretty good too. I think this was probably match of the night for me. Um uh, second match of, there wasn't oh, much to compare it to. This but. is my match of the night. I mean the only yeah. match
0: I had to compare it to is the Rollins match, but no, this is mine. Right. I love I love any match that has Sheamus getting abused and giving the shit back <laughs> because he's so white, you get to see the injuries so much more. Yeah. You know, I yeah. I love I love that one spot where they're fighting in the fucking Thunderdome, <laughs> in the Thunderdome fake ass crowd, and then Sheamus gets tossed into one of the LED boards. I'm like, wow, they have a more of explosion than the fucking death match.
1: No, they fight it on purpose. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Man, This is. I'm sad this match didn't happen. In mania, this see, this is what I'm saying. Like this, uh, this match could have been a crazy mania match. Drew, Bob, that's could not find someone else, anyone else. Bobby could not find Goldberg, for all I care. <laughs> like, but you know what? It is what it is. At least, at least Drew's going into Mania with some hot momentum. And you know what? Honestly, wouldn't be mad if the two Shamans in that match too, because like, James deserves a World championship match. Like, why not? Yeah, <laughs> haven't him in a long time.
0: Really though, honestly. But yeah, thumbs up for that whole fucking thing. One of the best moments of the night. Best match for sure. And then now for the weirdest moment of the night, Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. So, yeah. you know, that black blood shit, that fucking ooze that's coming out of Randy Orton, I'm getting fucking tired of. It. It's just weird. <laughs> it's weird as shit. Alexa does look crazier. So I'm gonna give a thumbs up for that because it does look cool. But at the end of the day, it's just her trying to be Harley fucking Quinn. So... I'm going to give it a thumbs down because I, I, I've i come to the realization I don't like it. I like that she looks crazier because it makes it more believable a little bit or whatever you want to call it. But I don't give a shit still because she's literally <laughs> just trying to be Harley Quinn to the Joker. That is the fiend. But we got a burnt ass fiend. And I don't know. It was weird as fuck, but I liked it.
1: <laughs> it was weird. Uh, the, the new fiend mask. I'm, ha- I'm happy that they actually brought him back like burned as they melted. it shows commitment to the story but he looks really 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 like disgusting <laughs> it <laughs> does it way. looks cool
0: like <laughs> yeah. i even for the match graphic because yesterday it's official that they're going to be facing each other at wrestlemania even for the matchup graphic for mania it's burnt fiend it's not like they put like the fiend that we're used to so i mean i dig that uh, I everyone, I saw this on Twitter. I saw it on Deadlock, and I just do think this is one of the funniest things to come out of this. Randy Orton is literally beefing with Soldier Boy about fucking wrestling being fake, and then he's involved in this stupid storyline where everything about this is produced, like production. Yeah. <laughs> Like literally Randy Orton got a fucking fireball thrown at him and commentaries like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think Randy Orton blocked that one. It's a fireball. What do you mean? He blocked that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know when it comes to that one. That's, that's pretty funny. Um, it's just funny that like he's he's arguing with Soulja Boy about wrestling being fake and then like literally he's in the most campiest, sci-fi storyline he could possibly be in his career. And I think he's just at this point is jokes.
0: Yeah, I hope you I hope he stays away from beefing with <laughs> Soldier Boy, because Soldier yeah. Boy got like evidence on him. Soldier Boy starts watching. Um it was also um you know it was interesting the way that match ended. Alexa Bliss gets the pin by literally mounting Randy Orton. Did you see that shit? Yeah,
1: people, people, people can tell them, but it was kinda it was kind of weird. <laughs> it
0: was it was she she trying to fuck Randy Orton on the fucking stage? It's actually funny. Randy Orton's wife went on to Twitter and be like, damn, little girl, you fucked up now. <laughs> like I'm like, oh my god. Cause how that that was that definitely I'm like, oh my god. that whole moment in general of like what we got out of that match, like, was, like, had me talking, you know, had me, like, going, what the hell? But that pin, I'm like, damn, girl, that ain't PG. They're fucking kids at home. Stop. What the hell are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah. That, uh, I, I, I thought they were not get Randy's wife in the story. <laughs> just, like, just, oh, just my God.
0: It. I wonder, was that Randy's real wife or what? That what, Well, first wife and that old story he had with Triple H. I, I do wonder that, but I don't I know. I think it was the
1: actress. Yeah, that's somewhere. It
0: probably was. I don't know. He probably wasn't dated. I don't know what he was doing. He's probably fucking bitches. I don't know. <laughs> but i um, right, I'm gonna give it a thumbs up because it was weird. And you know what? Long term storytelling, because it's been going on for quite some time. You know, not only just this him against the fiend, but think about it. He had that show with Bray Wyatt a couple of years ago. And Bray Wyatt even like had a tweet where like he got punted by Randy Orton when he was Husky Harris. So like If they do a Firefly Funhouse match, I'm very interested to see what, like, they bring up, you know? Because, like, the John Cena one was always cool because we got to see, like, heel John Cena with the NWO. We got to see the prototype and shit like that. We got to see some old school shit. So, interested to see where that one goes. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns is your main event. I got to rewatch it because I, like, was kind of busy halfway through it. But thumbs up because it looked like it was a real wrestling match. Like, they were just grappling each other a lot. Um, I was very confused why the fuck Edge was there, honestly. I I missed SmackDown (laughs) over the last two weeks. So, like, I didn't know why Edge was there. And, like, then the ref gets dropped. And then you see Edge, like, helping counting the pin. And you're like, oh, he's a special enforcer. I wish someone would have said that a while ago because I just thought Edge was just watching the match because, like, he's facing Roman at Mania. What the fuck was that? (laughs) But, um, honestly, I think this match was good until Jey Uso came out. I thought that was just really unnecessary. Like, once he saw the ref get taken out, I'm like, okay, for some reason, I feel like this is going to go downhill from here. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. I didn't think Jey Uso needed really to interfere. I don't know. But the biggest thing that came out of this match for me is this is totally going to be your triple threat match. Because I've been saying there is no triple threat match or anything like that on the card. Now they're gonna have Daniel Bryan onto it, which makes me happy because I'm like, you know what? I wasn't too interested in Edge versus Roman Reigns. But you throw Daniel Bryan in here, you make it interesting because, you know, there's a slight, slight, slight chance Daniel Bryan walks away with the gold. But there's even more of a chance that Daniel Bryan gets to pin so both Edge and Roman Reigns does like look strong still, you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I'm happy. yeah, I'm happy. I, I, I'm happy. I'm with you. Know, I wasn't interested in like Roman and Edge by themselves. So it just it just wasn't enough to me. Of like, this is Mania Man, you know. And even when those rumors of Dan Burns Roman, I wasn't excited by that too. But throw both of them together with Roman, is magically becomes an interesting match. And I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it now. And I think, I think Roman is a percent dropping the title. Um, at that Mania, I think that's just their way of, of Edge. That pin, but not on Roman. Probably pin Dan Bryan. Uh, or maybe Dan Brink is down. I don't know. We'll see. But I think Roman's definitely dropping this. But I'm excited for the threat at least.
0: Yeah, because it has to be. Because no way. Because literally in this match, you know, you got Daniel Bryan in here. And you know, I, originally I never thought he would be a part of this because you know, I just like Roman Reigns needed something to do before Mania. Because think about it. Bobby Lashley wasn't even on this damn card. He needs some mm-hmm. champion to fucking fight. Um, and the fact that when the ref gets down and then Daniel Bryan inadvertently knocks down Edge, we see mm-hmm. Roman Reigns tap to Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Which is a big fucking deal because this guy has been built to the fucking moon. And for the first time, we saw him actually be weak. You know, we saw him lose technically. So you cannot have this guy lose, but not actually lose. And never do anything about this. So you have to throw Daniel Bryan in the mix, which is great because Daniel Bryan should be in the mix. And then, you know, maybe we get Daniel Bryan as champ. Who knows? Or, you know, Edge gets the belt. Why not? But yeah, I do agree. I don't think... I I don't see Roman walking away with the belt at this point. It just... At this this time, it's like... A change of pace is kind of needed. You know, I could see... Roman just winning the belt back later on. He doesn't need to be in the title picture at the moment with the way he is. But then again, his character does kind of like push that. Like, I'm the best, so I need the gold. So, you know what? Maybe bring him to Raw. I don't know. Have him go against fucking Drew or Bobby Lashley if they keep him with the gold. Maybe do a little switch up. I don't know. But, yeah, I I could see him losing this belt. I could see him losing it. I would have rather him lost it to maybe like a John Cena or The Rock, but that ain't happening. So, this yeah. uh, this this does bring some excitement to Mania because, like I said, Edge versus Roman, it's okay, it's all right, but this three way could be great. I mean, think about it. the last three way we had for a gold like that, which was uh, Daniel Bryan versus Ro- uh, Randy and Batista, which was higher. This could only equal the same amount, or at least get close to it.
1: hmm Yeah, that match was that match was really good. So, like, I think it just be, I'm getting so much vibes. People's complaining, like, oh, Darren Bryan is like Charlotte when they do Charlotte into like the 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 women's triple threat match. But like, no, Darren Bryan is playing Darren Bryan again, <laughs> just for the authority part. And I feel like I would love to see him. I actually really want to win now because like. He's about to go part-time in September, I think. So, like, just to get him one more run, you know? I think he needs it.
0: Yeah, and honestly, like, I'm also impressed overall with this match because last match at Elimination Chamber, obviously he got squashed against Roman after being in the Elimination Chamber. But I am very happy that in this match they just didn't, like, have Daniel Bryan lose in, like, five minutes, you know? Like, I'm happy Daniel Bryan actually like, was able to really have a good match and be in a long match against Roman because, think about it, if this guy could be Triple H, Randy Orton, and Batista in the same fucking night, he is a legitimate threat to Roman Reigns. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm happy they just didn't forget all the long-term storytelling they have done for the Daniel Bryan character and they actually had him look like a legitimate threat and he technically won. So, you know what? That is, that is, WWE did good there. They did good because they didn't screw over Daniel Bryan. I will say, though, thumbs down, Daniel Bryan doesn't have a fade anymore. Daniel Bryan looked cool as shit with a fade. <laughs> he doesn't have that fade. So I'm like, damn, that's sad. But that was dope. That was fucking dope.
1: Yeah, all in all, yeah, it was, it was a great match. And it got, that's that's the only, honestly, that's the only match in the card that got me excited for Mania <laughs> outside everything. everything. Um, so, I'm looking forward to where this goes. I think there's a lot. I think this is the one match that I cannot predict Um, so far, media. So I'm really, really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, it does give off those vibes, especially now that it seems like they're just putting Daniel Bryan in here. But I'm fine with it. I don't got a problem. You know, people that to say it's like, Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> literally, Charlotte was shoved down our fucking face. Like, Daniel Bryan had to fucking fight and claw to try and get into our face, in a way. So it is what it is. And I think that's our fast lane review. Honestly, eh, it was eh. It was an eh pay per view.
1: Easy yeah. the worst pay per they put out this year. I mean, this year obviously could have had two, but like, easy the West pay per view that they put out since Extreme Rules.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's, that's a long streak, though. Bravo to WWE because they they really did well for what they had, and let's see what Mania has to offer. Fucking two nights. It's gonna be a long one, but. <sighs>
1: Yeah, I'm I'm taking like a week off wrestling after that week I'm not watching anything that's well like you can't
0: one. like I said you got a whole you got another oh, week wait, of wrestling right, you gotta watch right. you literally okay, so. and watch AEW is probably gonna then drop a fucking pay-per-view the next fucking week anyway so like
1: I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm break on wrestling until, until double nine
0: <laughs> I cannot Oh wow. there's just so much wrestling out there oh my god but after I just yawned because it, 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 was, it was I'm tired now. <laughs> that's <laughs> our show. I hope you guys appreciate it. I hope you guys like this. Let us know. Tweet at us at Project Underscore KFave. Check the Instagram out. I'm trying to put more stuff on there that's more interesting to watch. So go check that out. Check us out on Twitter. There's me. That's Joe Pro 316. You can follow Quad A at Boy In His Tech. Boy and His yeah. Tech yeah no a <laughs> yeah no a i
1: forget myself
0: <laughs> so go check it out there you got some youtube content coming out soon all right what's your next video
1: my next video is actually an unboxing i just got to upload it uh it's, it's edited though let's go i'm doing for the right day
0: what are you <laughs> unboxing
1: it's a keyboard nothing crazy just something i bought that's i need content
0: all right there you go so quality is doing an unboxing on a keyboard go check it out see if you want that keyboard with all that being said we are done with this episode. Come back on Monday for some more pop culture talk. We're going to be reviewing, I guess, Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode 2. And I think King Kong vs. Godzilla comes out this weekend. So I'm fucking hyped for that. Other than that, people, peace out. Peace.